With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live from iHeartRadio Studio 3B in Tribeca, this is Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning on 710 WOR. Hey, Len, can you get off that knee, please? Len taking a knee already. You know, I was thinking uh, it was very funny. I dropped, I dropped the top of my water bottle before, and I was, I had to get that on one knee to get the bottle. I said, "Oh, I don't want this to be interpreted as a as a pre show <laughs> statement." I'm just taking a knee. I, well, I, you know, the Dallas Cowboys. I thought uh, handled things well last night. The the owner came out, all the players. They all took a knee, and that was before the anthem. Then they all stood up for the anthem and locked hands, locked arms. So I thought that was a Pretty good way to handle things. Show solidarity for themselves and their team. Even taking a knee, this has just turned into this almost silly bandwagon uh, cause celeb. Really? I, yeah. You lost your argument, though, Todd. Has. They're standing for the anthem. They're not disrespecting America because, or the flag. Because, you know what, they're doing it. What's your conviction, then? So they're doing it half-assed. No, no, no. I, I, well, I disagree There were two it. stories yeah. here. Yeah. The, the original knee had to do with racism. Yeah, right. This knee has to do with the President of the United States. So I think you got two different issues here, and neither of them have to do with the American flag well, and our troops. Bottom line is, play the freaking game and keep the politics and your your personal thoughts out of it. Listen, the viewers of NFL are the customers, and the NFL and these players and now the owners are pissing off a whole lot of customers. Now, how much will stick? I mean, you've got stories of lifelong fans that are burning merch. They're burning shirts and hats and other you know, team memorabilia. The question is, how much of this is fleeting? When will this pass? Will it pass? What is the memory? What's the stick value going to be of people that are angry? Or is it going to be, you know, short-lived and short memories and everyone's going to snap back like it's elastic? You well, know, that, that's you know, the question. There's a story floating around now about this Giants fan burning his tickets. Yeah. Uh, our associate producer, Ray, is livid. He's off the charts. So when you want to discuss that story, bring Ray in here and he will give you an earful because he's claiming BS on this story. Right, let me write this down. Ray Pissed. Okay, yeah. hang on. Let me you mean you that. didn't hear him yelling didn't he- down didn't he- the hallway oh my before? Goodness. I did not. I was probably I, I down. was in an airlock studio and I could yeah. hear him. I was down in the office doing fun. I'm surprised prep. you didn't hear yeah. him down there. Well, mark a time for Ray because it'll be highly entertaining, Todd. I promise you. Well, I've just made a note of it. We will definitely give Ray a segment or Good. part of a segment here. Yeah. On 710 WR. By the way, I mean, this Odell Beckham says he was now peeing oh, on the president. Stop. That little dog thing. He said, <laughs> he no, that was meant for the wait, president wait, wait, now. He was, he was just being a jerk. That's what he was being. He didn't say that initially. No, he, he did not. Now, he did that, not. He, now that he had time to think about yeah. it, yeah, yeah. now stop he's it. peeing yeah, on that, Trump. That was for the president. Yeah. So yeah, Trump's great. the fire plug? Is yeah, that yeah. it? Oh, stop. The guy was just a jerk on the field. That's what he was. And now he's a giant, a giant jerk. Did you feel the earthquake in Jersey? Was this near your home? No, no, not near me. I'm 
was so sad. I didn't feel it actually. Right, let's be let's be clear I know, here. One point seven. One point five. What is it? One point five. Seven. Okay. I saw one point. I heard you th- say one point five. Yeah. All right. So Joe said one point five. Natalie's doing one point seven. Last hey, listen. Night. Every tenth counts because of the exponential increase in value of. Right. Uh, seismic activity. It was but, in Morris County. I live in Morris County. It's right. a big county. First of all, 1.5, 1.7. That's a bus passing. It okay? won't even move anything. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> well, there were people who said they felt their house shake and they heard the boom. Guess what? If you're on the second floor, you feel the <laughs> you feel the A, C, and E come by underneath our building. When my dryer goes on my house, I think I feel it. <laughs> Did you ever feel an earthquake? I actually have. I had the earth, the big earthquake we had here a few years ago. I was on the air. Oh, right. First of all, and, it wasn't big. Well. <laughs> big earthquake. <laughs> Relatively, it was, it was covered a large area. The quick we've had around here yeah. lately. Yeah. And my equipment started moving, my, my mic, and I actually felt nauseous. Wow. Wow. So that was and I saw and people I running it. down the hallway. Felt In nauseous. the city. See, I, I was did. playing golf on Long Island. I didn't know I, anything about it. Someone had to call me up. I never felt it. I, I never when saw. was this? How many years ago? Well, was that we were at 111, so it had to be Five at years? least six or seven years ago, yeah. probably. And I was on the air, it was in the middle of the afternoon, and all of a sudden I see people running down the hallway, and I'm like, well, I think we're staying on the air. <laughs> now, what was that? What was the. Was it Maryland? Where was 2011, it? 2011, we, we've. Was, oh, located. was that the one that uh, damaged the Washington Monument? Yes. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. But where was it actually the epicenter? I forget. It was far away, but it was felt all, it was felt all over. Yeah, so it wasn't a New York, you know, there are New York faults. I mean, there yeah, are sure. faults that run through the area, mm-hmm. and there has been, they're saying it was Virginia. Northern it was Virginia. a 5.8 in Northern Virginia. Wow, 5.8? 5.8? Well, the Washington what? Monument got damaged. That's true. I mean, I do remember that. That was the case. I remember one, and this is going to go back, I'm going to say around 30 years, where like very early in the morning, there was a little earthquake. And and it sounded like there were barrels rolling around in my attic. It was just the weirdest thing. At first, it sounded like thunder, and then we realized it wasn't raining. But it just it felt like there were bar- it was the weirdest sensation, or well, like barrels of oil rolling around in your in your attic. That's, that's what, what a few like. people um, in Morris County had reported as well. This was right near Morris Plains. It was the center. I could probably go back and find it on some website, but. When I was in Los Angeles, you know, I worked for Scott Shannon for four years. Well, you must have had him all the time, though. Uh, you know what? Not that often, to be quite honest. You know, I worked for Shannon two years at Pirate Radio in L.A. and then came back and, and worked with him at, at PLJ when, when he relaunched and joined PLJ. And that was the Mojo Radio Experiment. And it was probably 1990, and I was in my studio. I was the creative director and assistant program director of Pirate Radio KQLZ Los Angeles. And I was in my studio, 11th floor, at Sunset and Coenga. You know Sunset Boulevard and Coenga. It's actually the building that's got the big CNN logo. So that's where CNN is in Los Angeles. And I was in my studio. It was probably 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I could probably look this up. It was a 5-2 or a 5-3. And it felt like I thought there was construction underneath on the floor below i thought there was construct who's hammering somebody's ha- would stop the hammering stop the that's what it felt like it felt like Lawrence O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> he was there banging on the wall it felt like somebody had taken a like a jack and jolted up the floor i was standing on i was standing in front of my production audio console and the floor almost got jolted up 
I'm like, what the heck is that? And then I realized there was an earthquake. It happened you know, two or three times. You and, would feel it in the higher floors yeah, more so well, than on the, at the bottom. Yeah, the building that I was in, they said it was one of those earthquake-designed buildings. Right. Even though it was a building from the 70s, it was built on the rollers. Right. But it felt like someone was just lurched the, the floor below me up. And then that was 3 o'clock. Then at night, I'd gotten home. It was, I don't know, 6, 6.30 at night, and I was at home. Uh, at my place in Hollywood, just below Melrose on Orange Drive, uh, in in uh, in Hollywood, and the house that I had rented a place in, it was like a triplex, and it was built in 1928. Then there was a jolter because you have two types of quakes. You have the rollers where it feels like it's literally like it, everything's rolling, and then you have the jolters, and the jolters is like somebody just takes you and shoves you, and that was a. I was sitting on my bed, and that was a jolter a couple of times. So I felt uh, two, five, two, five, three, somewhere in that vicinity. I remember uh, Super Bowl week. This is like 1983. I'm at the Sheridan Universal in Los Angeles, and I felt no- I was standing in the lobby, felt nothing. My wife was on the sixth or seventh floor. She came down and said, "Did you feel that?" Because the higher you are, she, you know, her room was shaking, but down the on the you know in the lobby, it was fine. Uh, I think LA. it was probably guests getting it on in the room next door to her. Well, that could be too. What I, what I, what I, what I think Speaking of getting it on, our big three this morning, 21 months for Anthony Weiner, and he cries in court. And headline writers are having a delight today. Todd will read all the headlines coming up in a moment. Well, they're too easy, even for me. And uh, Al Stockton Rossini is going to join us at some point this morning, live in the studio. She was in the courtroom. When the uh, sentence came down and Wiener grabbed for his tissues, and we'll get a first-hand account from Alice coming up later this morning. Also in the big three, repeal and replace looks kaput uh, once again. A third Republican now says no. And rounding out the big three, actually, can I make a big four? Can I get a command decision? Because I really have a big four this morning. Maybe. What is it? Well, rounding out the big three, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones kneels with the entire team before the anthem last night. Then they stood up for the anthem and linked arms. But you got to put North Korea in a big four. Uh, North Korea claims the U.S. has declared war on them, and they threaten to shoot down American planes. The White House denies it. And you know what today is this morning, Todd? Sad to say, the final Mets tickets of the season. So we will have Mets tickets at 7.30, the turning point at 8.30, and it's the final giveaway because tomorrow's the final home game. So we'll get you tickets. But I think people want to make this season go away. Uh, Well, we'll see if anyone calls for the tickets if they want to go tomorrow. It's the final home game. I guess we can use that soundbite again for Wiener in federal court yesterday. You know, you can use it November 6th, too, the, when he the, reports to prison. The judge gave him the lower end of the recommendation. Yeah. So the judge said, oh, it's a serious crime. Then why did you give Wiener the low end of the prosecution recommendation? It was 27 to 20, I'm sorry, 21, 21 to 27 months. And the federal judge gave him 21 which was on the lowest possible rung of the agreed-upon potential uh, span of incarceration. How long do you think he'll serve of 20? Well, you can usually the, get about third off. For a third. They're saying that off. he could do 18 months. Yeah. Altogether could be 18 months, 18. which would be three months shy oh. of the full sentence of 21 months. Yeah. Well, a third off would be seven months off. would be 14 months. Yeah, it's not going to I'm hearing 18 months. Yep. Yeah. 18 months is what he might end up doing. Well, the question is, will he behave? Well, the question is, well, what, is, what the hell is he going to do? Of course going to behave. What's you know? he going to do? Not, he can't text anyone over there, you know, wherever he's going. They said he's not going to go to a minimum place either. He's going to go to a real prison. Well, that's yet to be seen. 
you know, is he going to end up with uh, Bernie Madoff? They said no. no. <laughs> they're saying Butner? no club no. fed. No, they're saying it's going to be serious, but not maximum security, obviously. But listen, I'd be crying too. Who the hell wants to go to prison for eighteen months, or twenty-one months? Well, behave yourself, then. Yeah, well, sure. I got to get off my knee and stop texting under the desk here. He had to turn in his phone. I thought they grabbed his phone a long time ago. Well, and didn't they say lifetime monitoring? Of his electronic devices? Lifetime? I heard three years. Oh, three years? I heard okay, three years. No, it was a lifetime sexual a- after he's predator. A lifetime sexual predator, yes, but-, but three years wow. of monitoring yeah. of all of his electronics and contacts after he gets a... It'll be on his license, sexual predator? Oh, sure. Was this wow. one of Stern's guys? We'll have to ask Alice, because somebody, as, as Wiener was walking into federal court, somebody yelled, Are you going to get an iPhone 8? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to get an iPhone oh, 8? No. Are you going to get an iPhone 8? <laughs> no, no, I'm waiting for the 10. He's, that was good. Guess what? He, he can get an iPhone 8 right now, but the, the 10, the 10, he's going to be he, incarcerated. He won't be available yeah. for that. I think they're shipping on November 4th, so I think he's got to turn himself in by, what, November 6th? Sixth, yeah. right, plenty yeah. of wiener coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Can't Tons wait. of wiener. Pop up. This morning here. On Len and Todd on 710 WOR. Ray, our associate producer, is Jones. And Ray, calm down. We'll get you in the next segment. Uh, Oh, he's ticked. Ray Ray wants to rip on this giant story fan. What? Burning his tickets. Burning tickets. Yeah. Oh, Ray, Ray, I'm telling you, I've never heard a guy yelling. I heard it down the hall. I thought there was a fight in the newsroom with Terry. Our writer there. Ray thinks what? This is a, a load of oh, crap story? Let, l- l- all right, let Ray. Hang, all right, we'll let get, Ray do it. Ray on the guy story. claiming to burn his Giants tickets. Right. We'll, we'll get to Ray in the next segment. Stand by. Hey, how about this little heat up with North Korea? How about the Can North Korea? Can you declare Co- war on Twitter? Is that how it works? <laughs> apparently, apparently that's the story. Oh, boy. Now, the uh, foreign minister obviously had a raucous uh, anti-American diatribe at the U.N. What was the final day at the U.N. on, what, Saturday? I think there, it was, yeah. There were some speeches on Saturday. Although it might have been yesterday, Todd. It might have carried over to yesterday, the U.N. thing. I think that's when this ambassador spoke. No, wasn't it yesterday? No, that, uh, that was Saturday because right. Trump had tweeted out over the weekend. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, okay. Uh, the foreign minister was railing back and sort of answering when Trump spoke at the U.N., and the foreign minister of North Korea uh, essentially has now said that we have declared war with, with Trump's tweet. So, so like I think you just pointed out, declaring war via Twitter, I guess there's always a first for social media, right? Well, but I, I just saw a note that Twitter says that that did not violate their standards. And that so I guess up. you can declare world, worldwide war on Twitter. It doesn't violate Twitter's that, standards. That's a true story. This came right. up, and I saw the item last night that yeah. that Twitter, I don't know, did Twitter do this unilaterally, or did somebody ask Twitter, hey, did uh, did Trump violate the terms of service with his Apparently pro- not. <laughs> you know what? I'd like to have a billionaire buy Twitter just so he can't use it. Well, someone oh, said that. No, no someone on. came up yeah, with really. that. That Just was someone's idea. Buy it, buy it, and someone, shut it down. That's what someone said. They were going to buy it. What would then, happen? They were going to raise money, crowdfund, raise money, and then shut bad, it down. Bad Trump from oh. Twitter. So there would be another 140 Where? character, we- uh, some app that would start up. Come on. So Trump. <laughs> Trumper. Trump tweeted out. Trump pet. Trump tweeted out, just heard foreign minister, this was over the weekend, 
Just heard Foreign Minister of North Korea speak at UN if he echoes thoughts of Little Rocket Man. This is our president. They won't be around much longer. Yeah, right. That's so, kind of a that's kind of a cool tweet when you think about it. It's a that threat. Is. It's a threat. So it, <laughs> it's gone from Rocket Man now to Little Rocket Man. Because remember, I complained. I said it wasn't harsh enough, that right? it was it was yeah. Rocket Man is almost too complimentary. You need a oh, more wait. you need a, a bigger really? snag. Next yeah. it's gonna be little low energy crooked Rocket Man. Little Rocket Man won't be around <laughs> much longer. Ooh. So the North Koreans have That's perce- war. they perceive this as a threat. Hey, if you if you were a mafia guy and you said that, what that would be a threat, right? Hey, you're not gonna be around much longer, you keep that up. Yeah, probably so. But I, I love it. You know, a, a president of the United States, you know, from an entertainment value. That is entertaining. Yeah, but Todd, it's, it, ha- you hang know, on. Let me finish my talk. Let, let me finish my uh, from No, ent- don't let him finish it, Joe. No, no. Let, Jump I, in. I want to hear this. I do want to hear this. <laughs> from entertainment value, it's funny. But yeah. once you think about the president of the United States tweeting things out, that it. We're, we're talking about a possible the, nuclear war, the, Todd. The, it's the, not funny. The comedy level comes down okay, a little bit. Thank you. Just <laughs> ratchets down just a tad. <laughs> After I have a chance to digest. All Listen, right. it's sort of like that initial laugh. You know when, like, a relative falls down the stairs and you initially laugh? Except if it's Hillary Clinton. <laughs> And then, then you and, keep laughing. And then, you know, after you think about it for a second, all right, that wasn't funny. It was just yeah. a, sort of like a, a reaction. You kind of uh-huh. laugh, and then you digest. You take it in. You know what? Maybe the president of the United States should not be saying that a country won't be around much longer on Twitter. Yeah. Now, if he does an address, and if the president, and listen, sort of like what he said at the U.N., where he talked. Natalie, do we have the, can we grab the rocket, the original rocket man? Trump from the UN. Do you have that? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Andy, where he calls uh, Kim Jong-un, Rocket Man, the first time around, and that uh, we'll have to destroy them. You know, if he threatens us, there was a qualification there. If he threatens us or our allies, that... We'll have to destroy them. Right. Now, where is this headed? Where is this going? Listen, we've seen things uh, from a military standpoint or from a diplomatic standpoint over history 
we've seen things that have escalated and then have been tamped down. And then we've also seen the boiling point where there is an explosion and where there is a conflict. Now, where is this headed? I don't like the fact that North Korea now is saying that we've declared war. No, we haven't. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders, incidentally, she at the White House yesterday, she said that, you know, any suggestion that we declared war is, uh, you know, preposterous. This isn't about the president being against anyone, but this is about the president. Where's the where's the where's the Sarah Huckabee Sanders on on that? It's ridiculous that we haven't declared war. Do we have that handy? It was uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Well, Natalie. the problem is, Todd, is that the Koreans are saying that since the U.S. has declared war, then they have uh, free license to shoot down any American warplane. And they, while most countries have a limited uh, amount of airspace, they claim their airspace is several miles longer. And if they actually shoot down one of our planes, then all hell's going to Oh, there's happen. no doubt about I mean, it. Really. Uh, they're, they're threatening that. Here's, here's the Sarah Huckabee Sanders soundbite I was looking for. We've not declared war on North Korea, uh, and frankly, the suggestion of that is absurd. Yeah, I mean, that was yesterday at the press conference. Right. And then as far as, you know, the threats of shooting down our aircraft. It's never appropriate for a country to shoot down another country's aircraft when it's over international waters. Our goal is still the same. We continue to seek the peaceful denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. And what the North Koreans are suggesting is that they have the right, since we've declared war. Well, they also which, claim their international waters are a lot bigger and larger in scope than most other, well, all other countries. Exactly. Claim. I, I don't have the mileage in front of me, but it's, it's enormous what they claim. Let them try to shoot down one of our aircraft in recognized international airspace. Let's let's see how that goes over, and we'll get into more details. We got some more from the North Korean foreign minister, you know, saying that Trump's on a suicide mission, uh, and also the rhetoric got escalated to the point where North Korea is saying that a missile attack on the U.S. mainland is now inevitable, okay. and that that what uh, one of the other uh, translations was that Donald Trump has made an irreversible error with his speech at the U.N., you know, where he threatened to uh, destroy North Korea. So if they threaten our interests and our allies' interests, well, then, you know, all, all bets are off. But, again, the trigger point could be let them, let them fire at one of our planes. One of our well, planes. That, that seems to be the next step here. In international airspace. That's what they're threatening. L- let's see what kind of balls Kim Jong-un actually has. But folks, th- this could escalate quickly. We could, we could go from zero to war uh, fairly quickly. Wonder what China's going to do because as China sees this heat up, they don't want to see something go nuclear, or they don't want to see Kim Jong Un in a bid for survival potentially use a nuke on South Korea. You know, the concern is already for all that conventional warfare, all of the thousands of conventional rockets they have. You know buried into caves uh, along the border. The soul would be pummeled. They, they, tens and tens of thousands of people are predicted to die if North Korea does unleash all of their conventional rockets that are uh, not far north of the DMZ. All right, 634, loaded Tuesday here with Len and Todd on 710 WOR. Joe Bartlett with headlines. Hey, Joe. Todd, a Yonkers police officer expected to be okay after she was shot in the jaw. Officer and her partner responding to a suspicious vehicle on Marshall Road. 
One of the two men inside opened fire. The officers returned fire, injuring one of the suspects. Both are in custody. Mayor de Blasio expects thousands of people from Puerto Rico to come to the city in the aftermath of Hurricane Maria. He says public schools are prepared, and the city's health and hospitals program will help those in need. The Republican plan to repeal and replace Obamacare looks like it's dead. Susan Collins has come out against the measure. That means it doesn't have the votes to pass. Republicans still say they're going to press on. They can only lose two, of course. Rand Paul and John McCain already no votes. Susan Collins saying that she couldn't figure out a way to get to yes on this. She's concerned about all the Medicaid cuts, obviously. But also Ted Cruz has signaled yeah, they're uh, not, a no-go. It. It. So it looks like round two. I mean, they're not going to even bring this thing to a vote. I mean, get embarrassed again. Hey, we got uh, more Twitter fake news involving the president. Did you see this? Uh, he was faked out by some video. Uh, Iranian ballistic missile launch that the president tweeted about on Saturday never happened. The uh, Fox News report that the video released last week claims to show Iran launching a medium-range ballistic missile, but it was all a fake. Um, Iran state radio and uh, TV showed this thing. Back on Friday, the president then tweeted out about the Iran nuclear deal, you know, not being much of an agreement, but... Uh, they are saying there was no indication of any launch. In fact, right. they believe this was old video, old footage? seven months old. So Pull his Twitter. But, you're right. Get rid, of him. Get rid of his but, Twitter. Wait, wait a sec. The, the Iranians, their TV service they ran showed video, video boasting launch. of a new missile launch. Well, The footage turned out right. to be seven months okay. old. Okay, so there are a couple issues here. Number one, the president... I would hope would get briefed yes, by his you. national security folks Please. confirming what do you want a, drugs a missile here? launch before he no. tweets. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Tom. By the way, I found the miles. Remember, I was talking about this. The international norm is twelve nautical miles for your right. international yeah. airspace. Whatever. North Korea claims its airspace is more than fifty miles. Yeah, good for them. All right, let's see how that works out. All right, six thirty-six. <laughs> it's Len and Todd. Next, Ray, our associate producer, is going to explode. He's calling BS on this Giants fan who is claiming to burn his tickets. Let's let Ray roll out his case next here on 710 WOR. Stand by. You know, there are so many ancillary stories to the NFL taking the knee, the protests, uh, you know, which launched with Colin Kaepernick and his protest on inequality and and there have been so many offshoots, and there are so many stories. You saw now there's a, a longtime Buffalo Bills employee that apparently took off his shirt and quit. You, did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. Like years and years uh-huh. with the Bills, he just said, I'm out of here because of you know, taking the knee and the disrespect on the field. We'll get into that later on. So Ray is our associate producer here on the show. Does oh, a he's fabulous livid. job. He is so upset. It's unbelievable. He was yelling BS and running down the halls. Crazy. Well, th- this is a story about Brendan Finn. And Brendan Finn, allegedly a New York Giants season ticket holder, decided to burn his tickets for Sunday's game, the 924 yeah. game, because... He doesn't like the NFL players kneeling during the national anthem. So he shot a video, and we have some audio from the video. This is this guy, Finn, Brendan Finn. Oh, wait a second. He had ticket 924. The game was played yeah, in so Philadelphia. 
So not- it's the next one, the Charger game. That he well, it's uh, Todd is reading from the story. It yeah. says nine twenty four. I think I think they mean the following one. right, which I've seen the picture. We have the video right, up. So, yeah. but the story says he decided. Story says nine twenty four. Tickets for nine twenty four. No. no, that no, was in Philadelphia. It, they played in Philadelphia. Right. So it's next week's game. Okay, was so- it October first? They're playing San Diego. I believe so. Yes. All right. So the stories. So do you think the whole story is BS? No, I just think I just think he's making up a fake story on this. Because you think he's oh, wait, making, don't give you don't give yeah. your argument. Let's listen to him first because we do have audio from now, him. What is this website, Vlad? I don't TV? know. What is this? The story came from VLADTV.com. Well, where do the audio bites come from, Natalie? Because Natalie pulled some uh, good audio with this guy. Well, he shot some social media. Did, oh, so that's what on, it is? is this a YouTube video? Yeah, Facebook, this guy, I believe. Facebook, Facebook and then, but everybody's picked it up since. All right. All right. Here we go. This is this guy, Finn. Bre- Brendan yep. Finn is his name. These are next week's tickets to the New York Giants football game. My name is Brendan Finn. I've been a Giants season ticket holder for many, many years. Been going since the early 80s. I can't uh, go anymore. My apologies to the Mara family and to the Giants and all the respectful NFL players who still respect the flag in our country. But I just can't, I can't pay and I can't watch this happen. All right, it's from YouTube. So he shot a video yeah. and Natalie says she got this from YouTube. Happened to be wearing a shirt of a, of a cop I worked with who uh, passed away, was shot and killed during a robbery in the 6-9. I just happened to find this shirt. There are thousands of cops just like him who gave their lives for this country. And these people sit down and, and, and protest against cops. I'm burning my tickets. Excerpts from the video he shot. And that's the lighter. He's flicking his bick right there. He's lighting the tickets on fire. The end of an era. Sad to see it happen, but I'm sad to see what happened to America even more. All right, Ray. Ray says, BS, Todd. What's your issue here? My issue I have with it, and not with him. He has a right to not tell and everything there. I'm fine with his reasoning. My point being, burning the tickets. Come on, buddy. You have season tickets. You have an electronic account. You can reprint those tickets. You can resell them, or you can give them to somebody else. So I don't think you gave up all that money. I don't think you gave up $5,000 per ticket PSL, $274 a ticket, because you said that you're not going to pay anymore. You've paid all this ahead of time. And you know what? To me, that's what bothers me most is that no doubt, okay, I'm going to make this great video up, and other people have. Alex Jones put a bunch of them up there on his website of people oh, burning don't, tickets. Don't even, don't but, even. But I mean, all these, go, do, do they, they want to make a big don't, deal don't of Don't even mention that Alex Jones. Right, because again, he's passing off, on fake know. videos that are all yeah. over the place, which is, but all these people putting videos up, come on, don't 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 give me that. You I, know you, you know what he's more upset about? I, I know, think here it comes. He's more upset, Giants are 0-3. That's what he's upset about. And the there season, you the go. The season's already right, done. If they, if they were 3-0, you wouldn't see half of these protests up. People are ripping their tickets up. Yeah, come on. And the season's already toast. Is that pretty much? That's well, that's what they're saying. But but Ray may be right. Yeah, but because of the PSLs and because of the electronic tickets, he it probably makes sense. He's not just he's probably putting them up on, a, on another site or passed them on to somebody. I mean, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna burn the tickets because you can reprint them. They're worthless at that point. Well, I think there's only one way to go here, Natalie. I need you to track down Brendan Finn. Let's get him on the phone, and let's have Ray confront yeah. Brendan Finn. I'd pay to see that. Live on the show. Natalie, let's get him on before the end of the show. That is your mission, Natalie. Get Brendan Finn on here on 710 WOR. Lennon Todd, there was a traffic hold. We have Alice Stockton-Rossini going to join us live in studio in the next segment. So right after the news at 7, 7.05, Alice is in with... Her recounting of her experience being one foot away from Anthony Weiner. In fact, I saw her on the TV footage last night. I, I took a screenshot off the TV. And you can see Alice right next to Weiner 
asking him questions, mic in hand. She's holding up her, her cell phone, getting video, and that was posted on our website yesterday as Wiener was walking into federal court. So Alice joins us in just a bit. I wish that I had never married Wiener. That pervert will be the end of me. Because if I never married scumbag Wiener, I wouldn't be screwing over Hillary. That was the uh, Huma Abedin version. Right. That, that's actually Huma. Very very few people realize this. Yeah, but I didn't realize. That's, yeah. that's actually Huma singing the song. By the way, I just want just to follow up what we were yeah. talking last segment. We were talking about this Giants fan, Brendan Finn. Yes. And you demanded that Natalie get him on the air. Get him on the phone. Just got an email from a listener named Pam. Yep. I know Brendan Finn. Great guy. Okay. I'm contacting him to call you. Well, look so at that. I our just way. contacted him, too, so hopefully we will get him quickly then. Well, let's see if you or Pam does a better job. I'm sure she will. She knows him. <laughs> Pam may want to be an executive producer here, so you never know. Double team and a plug of this. I got uh, Len on one side. I got Natalie on the other side. Natalie didn't find that funny. I'm just, come on, Natalie, lighten up. Uh, I can't wait for Alice in just a few minutes. We have an update. Remember the John Jay college instructor that was saying that it was yeah, an yeah. honor to, what, teach future dead cops? That was his line. And yeah. he was suspended, right? Yeah. Or did he go into hiding or what happened? Well, they, they suspended him. So technically suspended. I doubt this guy is ever going to see the no. front door of John Jay uh, College of Justice ever again. That's correct. There was an item in the post yesterday. And, of course, we, we just can't get – there's so much material that we, do, we can't get to everything every day. But I thought this was absolutely worth a follow-up on this putrid pile of puke. This suspended professor who tweeted out, it's a privilege to teach future dead cops, and he was thrown out. It turns out that there is a Dartmouth College visiting professor or scholar by the name of Mark Bray, and this guy agrees. Hi. With Mike Isaacson, this turd that made the disparaging comment about dead police officers. I mean, this is, we have a morning here where we, we could have had tragedy up in Yonkers. We have a female cop that was shot in the in the jaw and the, the chin. That's, that's right. And apparently she's going to be okay, but this could have been a whole different story. And it just, it just, it casts, uh, when, when, you, when you digest the, the job that cops have, and how dangerous it is. Well, and they you, leave the door, they leave their home every day, not knowing if they're coming back. I don't know if they think about that. I, I'm sure their relatives do. I think about it when I walk past the first precinct here in the morning. Well, the imbecile that was teaching a John Jay, he has disappeared or he's in hiding right. because of the backlash. And now we have this guy, Mark Bray. And this guy, Mark Bray is supporting Isaacson, this Isaacson position on... Really? Yeah. I mean, What's it? Does he quote? Does he have a quote? Yeah, I mean, this is... I want to hear this great quote from this, this guy. This is insane. So according to the Post, uh, this Isaacson gave Bray a shout-out over the weekend, tweeting photos of a signed copy of Bray's book, Antifa, the anti-fascist handbook. So you know the mentality we're dealing with here. My parents got me at Mark Bray's book, He's such a sweetie, Isaacson wrote. So what, what are the parents in cahoots with this this imbecile son? One photo shows Bray's handwritten note inside, stand tall comrade. Isn't that lovely? Don't let the bastards grind you down. Let's keep in touch. And then this guy Bray was hammered 
over the weekend for supporting Isaacson. People like Bray and the other guy really don't have a place in academia, said Ed Mullins, who's the president of obviously the, uh, the Sergeant's Benevolent Association here in the city. They're riling up people to cause public harm. I mean, you have this, this commie, this sicko mindset that this anti-establishment mindset. I mean, how did this guy ever even get vetted to teach a John Jay? Well, do they have a history of these comments? Well, you got to believe there must be something there. I don't think this guy went from zero. I don't think he went from zero to jackass in, in you know in, in two seconds. I mean, there must be some history of this Isaacson guy. What a I mean, what a what an unbelievable, unbelievable story. And then this guy from uh, Dartmouth College is now backing him up. That's just complete idiocy. All right, looking forward to the Queen. I think you labeled her the queen of the streets, right? She is. Alice Stockton-Rosini. Will join us live next in studio to talk about... She was in the courtroom with... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Cleaner, next after the news at 7. She was in the courtroom, and also uh, Alice was side-by-side with Wiener as... (laughs) What are you laughing at? Were you creeped out, Alice? I would be. Is he I, a creepy-looking guy in I person? Was, I thought my phone was going to smash him in his face. Really? That's Yeah, yeah. because I was in that gaggle of cameramen. Well, did you see the photo of you I tweeted out? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm watching all the news coverage last night, and Alice, I, actually, that was during the day. That was after the morning show, so I'd finished the show with Len. I went home because I live pretty close by. To then uh, grab some lunch and prep for my syndicated show, and that I think was a that was a snap from Fox News Channel. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, I saw you on CNN. You're on Fox News Channel. Then I also saw you on all the local channels last night because of the gaggle of all the TV cameras. It was a crush. Following Weiner, getting out of his lawyer's car, and then walking to the federal courthouse about what eight forty eight. Yesterday morning. Yeah, just before nine, yeah. Just before nine. And there's Alice. She's holding the 
the 710 WOR microphone. She's got her cell phone on video mode, and you recorded Wiener walking in. You wow. were li- you were literally one foot away from his big schnoz. Yeah, it is quite it is quite the schnoz. I'll, I'll admit <laughs> that. You're, and obviously, you heard. Are you going to get an iPhone eight? Who was that? Was that one? Of yeah, who said that? Was that? one of the camera guys it, oh, or the, one of the reporters? Honestly, I don't know. Oh, I, thought I, it was, I don't know. I thought it was like one of Stern's guys. You know, the, you know the guy that said. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 right. So what you hear clearly as Wiener is walking in, a guy says, "You're gonna get an iPhone 8. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty oh, funny. <laughs> you are too. All right, now this is audio of Wiener arriving at court, and uh, Alice is right there in the thick of things. Were you getting whacked in the head with like Ikigami cameras or what? No, I'm on. My feet were stepped on, but I'm used to that. That's what that's what you do when you're in a situation like this. Everybody sits and you know waiting, trying to figure out which entrance was he going to come in the front? Was he going to come in the side? You got a nice Anton Bauer battery to the back of the head. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, here's audio of Wiener walking in. What are you doing, Anthony? All right, let him Anthony. Good luck, to you, sir. Step out. Step let out. Let Step out. Did he say anything to you, or he just ignored you? Because no. you're actually no. I was actually. Uh, how you doing, Anthony? Yeah, this is and Alice, tough, Anthony. This is Alice actually talking to Wiener. I mean, you're literally a foot. You could smell his breath. Yeah. What, what do you have for breakfast? Uh, I'm thinking <laughs> uh, he didn't have anything for breakfast. What are you doing, Anthony? Room. All right, let him get through. Room. Good luck, to you, sir. Step out. Step out. Step out. Step out. Step out. Obviously, hang tough. You're giving him like inspirational advice? Hang tough, Anthony? You have to say, listen, if he said hang tough and felt that maybe I was, you know, feeling for him at the moment. She didn't really mean it. You were just doing a report. Maybe I did mean it. I have to tell you. Right. No, it's not. I felt really bad. I know you he's did? an idiot. Oh, you feel wow. bad? Yes. This guy is having sexual conversations and telling a 15-year-old to touch herself on Skype? This and is, you feel bad? This is a classic Shakespearean tragedy of a man who could have been the next mayor of Philadelphia, no. uh, Philadelphia <laughs> of New York City. <laughs> he could have been the next mayor. This guy had it all. Where, where, where the hell did you pull he Philadelphia? I, I don't know. I thought I was, I city, thought I was at my old city stopping ground. City of Love texts. Yeah. Right. No, I, I, he's, a, he's a classic case, a tragic, right. a well, Greek a tra- tragedy. He's got a sickness. I mean, from that standpoint, this guy's got a sickness. All right, guys, let me, let me toss something very morbid out. Oh, good. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I like morbid. What do, you, what do you mean, oh, good? <laughs> let me toss something very morbid out. And this crossed my mind, and I got to believe that others have thought the same. Oh, here it comes. Wiener sentenced to 21 months, and we'll get into the disappointment because the judge went to the low side of the recommendation on this, scolded him on how serious this was, but then gave him the low side. That doesn't jibe. That doesn't add up. But do you think there's any chance that Wiener facing now life as a marked sexual predator, 21 months in federal prison, you think there's any chance that he jumps off a building before he has to turn himself oh. in on November sixth? Oh I, I, that that thought has crossed my mind. Yeah. But honestly, to commit suicide, you have to be, you have to have more balls, I think, than Anthony Weiner has. You know, I really think people who do that actually think that first of all, you're very sick, and he is a very sick man. But is he that sick that he would do that to his son? That he would he would take his own life? And then ha- leave his mother to a, to to have to handle this. Lo- I mean, f- think about that poor kid who's got to live the rest of his life with the last name Weiner, 
And this story will follow him. You know it will. Oh, sure. And I think I think he's too much of a narcissist. Not that I'm a you know psych, psychological expert. I think he's too much of a narcissist to take his own life. Yeah, I no, I don't know. I, well, I, I, don't think, I, I don't think it's out of the question. I don't think it's likely. I wouldn't put money on it, but I'm, I bet you it's crossed his mind about offing himself. Uh, yeah, I, I imagine it would. I mean, the guy sobbed like a baby yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What let's was about go that to the, yeah, let's, let's he, go to the courtroom now. How far away were you from? I was like right as far. Maybe from here to to the other side I, of the room. So you were 15, I, 20 feet away. I was right. Yeah. I was How did really, you get it? I, I mean, really, was, was it uh, easy to get in there? No. No. I mean, we get up to the courtroom and they were letting people in two press, three press, four press. Well, I was the la- one of the last ones allowed in. I watched oh. his mother walk in and right. I, my heart just ate. I, I felt so bad for her. I mean, she lost You're one a softy, son. Alice. No, she lost one son oh, to know. a hit and run in Arlington. Her one son was killed while wow. Anthony was a congressman. It was oh, year two thousand. Now she's got the other guy. I'm sure they right. they were so proud of him and thought that you know the world the sun just rose and set on him. And now he's going to prison. She walks in and then they go two more press and you were the I last walked one? right up front. I was one of the last ones. I walked right. right up front. They they it was like they saved a seat for me. I could see his jaw clenching. He was wearing his wedding ring. He was wearing his wedding ring. Yeah, take thought, that thing off. That's I don't think there's a chance of reconciliation here. He was sweating. He was, you know, dabbing tears from his face and then just before the judge sentenced him, okay, yes, Todd. Hey, uh Huma's not coming back. Anthony, Huma's not coming back. <laughs> she wasn't there. Were you surprised? I mean, I thought maybe she would have gone to no. show some support. Nah, she no. Wrote, she wrote the letter to the judge yeah. asking for leniency for the sake right. of the kid. Right. But listen, Huma sang the song. I wish that I had never married Wayner. That pervert will be the end of me. Because if I never married scumbag Wayner, oh my God, I wouldn't God. be screwing over Hillary. I mean, she. Ho- <laughs> Where did you get? She she hosed Hillary. I mean, really? I mean, she hosed Hillary well, by using his computer. Well, you look. You oh, listen. I'm glad that Hillary got hosed, but I- you look at the final days and the investigation into the 15 year old girl and the sexting. The feds then found the Huma emails, right? And the Hillary emails. That was the nail in the coffin it, for it, sure. Well, if it wasn't already there, that was definitely the nail in the coffin. Which, you know, makes you wonder, I don't know, I don't want to go into, like, what makes me wonder the motivations of this 15-year-old girl and her parents and how this whole thing unfolded is just spectacularly uh, mysterious well, to me. they also got paid. The Daily Mail paid them for the story. You know, was it a colossal setup? I mean, the proclivities of Wiener, well-known. Yes. Was this organic in nature that their daughter was on social media and and just happened Wiener, or was was this part of a little family plan to reel Wiener in and turn this into a money money making venture? Anyway, you slice it. I'm not making any excuse. I for am the, not for, either. For the scumbag, but I'm just curious. I am too. If there was a premeditated component to the story, I, I just don't understand. You have a 15 year old girl. You keep saying you have a 15 year old girl. Do you know what she's doing? Do you know who she's texting? Do you know who she's in contact with? Well, what are the chances your 15 year old daughter is going? Through the internet, looking for a congressman, a former congressman, a disgraced politician that she can kind of egg on, what are the chances your daughter would do that? Wiener and in, you wouldn't know about it. Wiener in court yesterday 
crying as uh, did you feel like bad? a baby. Did you feel bad when he was crying there? Uh, yes. Oh, come the, on. How do you feel He's a bad? broken man. So what? The guy broke himself. He did. Once, he's a pathetic creature. Once, twice, three times a, a pervert. pervert. <laughs> <laughs> once, twice, That's so three sympathetic. times a pervert. Todd loves his fellow man. He just he, he aches for every single oh, one of them. Oh, so you have empathy for Anthony Weiner? Well, I asked the question. Did she I feel can't. bad when he cried? I, yeah, you have it's to. It's sad. It's it sad, sad for his son. son. It is a sad story. What you, what's wrong with you, softies? How, how do you feel it's bad? It's a sad story. It's the guy's very, got a sickness. He's. He yes. wrecks his congressional career. He did. In, yes. 20, in 2011. So you have no heart? Then, you don't feel bad at all? Then he wrecked his bid for mayor in 2013 by continuing sexting. Yeah. And right. then icing on the cake. He's telling a 15-year-old girl to touch herself on Skype. It's disgusting. I know. I saw the and, pictures. And, I di- And talking about, hey, I'm going to bust that thing. And, and you're not going to be able to walk when I'm done with you. And saying, hey, I've got schoolgirl fantasies. Wear a little plaid schoolgirl skirt. Yes. And... and and she said she was disgusted by those pictures. She said they were horrifying, and she kept up. I mean, she's a 15-year-old girl. Where were her? Why didn't her parents know what she was doing with her phone? I would have, I would have freaking strangled my daughter if she did something like Ladies that. Ladies and gentlemen, since it's federal court and no cameras or audio equipment yes. allowed in the courtroom, I will now present a dramatic reading of Anthony Weiner in court. Your Honor. The crime I committed was my rock bottom. <laughs> but I am truly grateful that it finally began me on my recovery. I was a very sick man for a very long time, but I am also responsible for the damage I have done. <laughs> I need a sniff. Your I need Honor, a sniff. <laughs> I have a disease. But I have no excuse. He was profoundly sorry to the victim. Is that what he said? Yeah. Apologized. Yep. No more sniffles, Todd? Yeah. You ran out of sniffles yeah. there? <laughs> but you know what was interesting? He kept saying, um, I was. I was. What, insinuating that he's rehabilitated That he's now? on the road to rehabilitation and his new smaller world and how he's dealing in his new smaller world and how he's going to make a difference in this new smaller world and how he's helping other addicts and how he believes he can be a force for good. And he's on this road to treatment and going to prison is going to put a big crink in that road and he won't be able to continue his treatment and how much... He wants to show his son that he can, you know, do the right thing and and be responsible for his actions. Yes. Listen, the judge had a recommendation from the prosecution with a deal of 21 to 27 months. The judge talking about how serious a crime this was, but gave him the low end of 21 instead of 27. The judge could have gone outside of the federal recommendation and given him up to 10 10 years. Yes. But you know what? When the judge, right before she sentenced him, I was sitting in the courtroom going, oh, my God. She's she's saying, you know, I believe that this was your rock bottom. I believe that it was this incident that made you faithfully go into treatment and really try to make a change in your life. I believe that you will be a force for good in society. We thought she was going to give him probation. Oh, really? Honest to God, you should have heard this judge. Hang on. Hold on to that thought. Okay. Also, let's grab some phone calls. Your thoughts on the Wiener sentencing next, 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710.
800-848-0710. We'll grab some uh, Wiener sentencing phone calls next on 710 WOR. Obviously, Wiener in the big three. The police officer shot in Yonkers. We'll get into that coming up. And then health care, this uh, second round of revitalizing, repeal and replace. Repu- Republican uh, you know, second attempt here is, is done. It's, uh, it's over. So tax reform next. Hopefully they'll be successful at that. 718, it's Len and Todd on 710-WOR. Back with Alice and your phone calls next. Stand by. All right, Alice Stockton-Rossini in the studio with us here at 710-WOR. Alex, uh, Alice, Alice was in with Wiener in federal court yesterday during the sentencing. You know, not a lot of women get that close to Anthony, so... <laughs> you know, you, you've got quite a story. Because I to wasn't tell. in the computer. Did he say anything perverted to you as as uh, he walked by? Yeah. Did yeah. he ask you what color underwear you were yes. wearing or anything like that? Yes. He yes. said he could see through my pants. What? Yes. <laughs> let's let's go to phones here momentarily. <laughs> if you want to weigh in on Weiner's sentence, the fact that the federal judge gave Anthony Weiner the low end of the recommendation of 21 months, it was 21 to 27, and the judge, while saying this is a very serious crime and this deserves a serious punishment, well, that doesn't quite jibe because if it was that serious, then you give him at least the highest end of the negotiated window of 27 months, or you go beyond and give him above what the federal prosecutor's had agreed to with Anthony Weiner's defense. Let's go to phones 800 321 Eight hundred three two one zero seven ten. You concur? You agree with me? You agree with the federal judge? What do you think about Anthony Weiner's sentencing? Also, uh, Alice and I were talking during the break, Len, about uh, Anthony Weiner's. Alice and I were talking during the break too. <laughs> well, I just thought, well, you think that. But Alice you, and I don't have a but thing. But you were not in on the conversation on his schoolgirl fetish. No, I, w- I was not. That's correct. I'm not aware of his schoolgirl fetish. Well, in all the published reports that I read. Anthony Weiner apparently into the whole schoolgirl thing and had this 15-year-old girl apparently dress up or they had conversations about her dressing up in the little plaid schoolgirl skirt. And I also read articles that it was determined that Anthony Weiner is into schoolgirl porn, Mm -hmm. but apparently from what they've determined, it's legal stuff where they get really young women that are 18 or older right. but make them look like they're schoolgirls dressed up in little schoolgirl outfits. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> we'll play acting. Who doesn't love that? Come on. You should see Todd's schoolgirl outfit. He yeah. wears that every so often. First day of school, he always wears that around here. All right, to the phones, 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. Warren is in Hackettstown, New Jersey. Warren, you're on with Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. So I, I, I want to make two points real quick, if you'll allow it. Um, first, I think he got a light sentence because he kept his mouth shut about what's in his email, and that's the only reason the Clintons didn't off to begin with. But the thing hold, I on, really, hold on, the, the Clintons the political hold on. implications. The Clintons here. didn't what? <laughs> uh, they didn't. Uh, he didn't uh, accidentally die in a plane crash oh, by so Vince Foster. The Clintons or, didn't. Or well, like well, that. Vince Foster was shot himself in a park and. and in Fort Marcy, if I'm not mistaken. He wasn't in a plane crash. Maybe you're talking about Ron Brown, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, Sorry, Brown, I, yeah. I, I mix up all the Clinton deaths. You know, there's been so many now. Um, actually, Todd, but the reason I really wanted to call, I wanted to speak to you, is you kind of hinted that this 15-year-old girl maybe set him up. Well, and- you know what? I, 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 got an, I got an angry tweet 
Uh, a guy said, uh, shame on Todd Schnitt. For, hold, hold up. Let me, let me clarify. Uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I wonder what what was the motivation of the 15-year-old girl? Because the 15-year-old girl initially made contact God. with Wiener through direct message on Twitter. Why? How does a 15-year-old girl know to contact Anthony Wiener? Todd, you're killing me, man. She's First of all, she's a fifth. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Oh, uh, listen, there's no excuse. It is. Listen to me. Uh, Warren, it is disgusting. I don't want to be misinterpreted here. It is foul. It's disgusting. Wiener is a, a grotesque individual. There's no doubt about it. But I, how can I not ask the question, how did the 15-year-old initially, what was the catalyst for her maybe to make... She, maybe she just liked the name Carlos Danger, right? Maybe she thought Carlos Danger was a cool guy to name. You know what I mean? For you to make the assumption that, oh, you know, she reached out to him... So therefore, maybe no, 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 that's a fact. Making an assumption. No, that, that I'm not making an assumption. That's a fact that she did reach out. Apparently, the initial contact was a direct message to Wiener on Twitter. Warren, it's that a is fair, a fact in court papers. It's a fair question to raise. You can always be skeptical. It's a fair question to raise whether they were trying to shake him down or if the parents were involved. You can raise the question. I don't know what the answer that's is. That's all I did. Listen, right. I, I, don't give, fair. I don't give Wiener an inch, no, so I to speak here. I get uh, you. Question. I don't think you'd be raising that question of whether it was a setup if you had dirt on Trump or you had dirt on a conservative. Well, this Somehow, is, this is, he's turning this into a whole political Clinton thing. I don't know. This is this is like out of left field. He's well, turning this into political. a whole political Clinton. It's not Clinton political. Thing. The guy's a congressman. He's a congressman. How congress. can you say it's not political? It's not political. He's a congressman, oh, and he's married to the presidential candidate. People just Chief believe in conspiracies that. all Listen, the time. I, I don't man. give Wiener any room. I don't let You don't him. give Clinton any room or Huma any oh, room, I, but this I, is not a conspiracy I, I with never, the judge. I never give them any room I know, whatsoever. but this is, you're yeah. thinking the judge? No, come on, stop. Thanks, Warren. I understand Listen, your fit. I'm doing my job by speculating why was there initial contact between a 15-year-old girl and Wiener, and I'm not giving Wiener... Any any movement here, I'm not giving him any space or any leeway. The guy is an absolute scumbag and deserves what he deserves much more than the federal judge. Well, let's see what Doug has to say. Doug in Highland Lakes, New Jersey, what do you think he should have gotten here? Good, good morning, guys. Love your show. Uh, as a father of three girls, I would have liked to have seen him get a longer sentence, but uh, 
What, what kind of shocks me, though, the guy was found guilty. Why isn't he in jail today? Why is he being given two months to go out and have fun before he's... Uh, well, it's not two months. Well, I think, it's, you know, he's not in the... I guess that they deemed in court he's not an immediate threat to anybody. That's fairly common. Unless you're yeah. like a murder suspect and you're just convicted of murder where you'll be remanded right away. Right. There are certain cases where they'll give you time to get your affairs in order. That's not out of the question. Right. Uh, Doug, thanks, buddy. Scott is in Hewlett. Hello, Scott. You're on 710-WOR, Lennon Todd. Hello. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I, I think the judge made a mistake in the sentencing simply because if the prosecutors gave him between 21 and 27 months, which personally I think 27 months for what he did with a 15-year-old was light, yep. but if he gave him the full 27 months, then that would be a message that would coincide with the judge's statement regarding the severity. And that's what I said. The ju- it doesn't make sense. The judge contradicted herself. This judge, uh, what, Denise Coates, Coates. She, she contradicted herself by saying this is so severe, it deserves a severe sentence, and then gives him the low end well, of the prosecution recommendation. Alice was in the, uh, uh, Alice was in the courtroom. Alice, did you think it was going to be a much stiffer sentence? No, I didn't, because the wow. judge, the thing, the point that the defense made that the judge kind of went along with was the fact that under this particular statute, it applies to pedophiles. It applies to guys that are trolling the Internet, looking for looking for children to have sex but with. He, went, he didn't do that. He went, well, wait a second. And but it was determined. He had her on Skype touching herself. Exactly. Yes. Hello? Yes. That's bad enough. Um, it is bad I, enough. If I, if I were the federal judge here, I would have given him between seven and ten years. Absolutely. The hanging judge to touching it, yeah. You don't want to be in Schnitt's courtroom. Absolutely. Trust hey, me. Thanks for the call. Let's grab uh, one more. How about we do Dan Hopewell Junction? Dan, oh, you're, on with, uh, Dan you're on with Leonard hey, Todd. Going? Hi. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, listen, it'd be one thing if he was 18 and she was 17 or something like that, you know, statutory rape thing, but to, to even try to defend this clown is absurd. Who's now, defending him? Nobody's defending him. Dan, nobody's defending him. Okay, well, but listen, how about all those other pedophiles out there who are doing the same thing, and they're looking, oh, gee, Anthony only got 24 months. No, I could do that. that's no, not going to happen, you know? because his, under his treatment, they decided, they determined that he was not a pedophile, that he's not the guy that's going out there trolling <laughs> on the Internet. He is not a danger to minors. They did not find that in his treatment. You know, I wonder if they really nailed everything, though, that he... What if he got away with anything? I wonder if there were other little uh, contacts or activity that that would be mind They weren't able to determine. I would think that probably the odds yeah. are there's probably more. And you know, uh, quickly here before we move on, we got Mets tickets to give away. We got Joe with news. If he would have just stuck with sexting with eighteen and over, sure. he wouldn't be in federal prison. That's no, correct. he would not. That's and correct. He, he and he did have plenty of sexting relationships with women over eighteen. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Over a hundred and nineteen the, wow. at the was, time of this. It was the sicko move of the fifteen-year-old. Well, that, there had to be other. That, that, there that had to be him, others. Put him away. Yes. There had to be others. All right, uh, Thanks, let's, Alice. Let's do Mets tickets. Thanks, Alice. Well, your chance to win a pair of tickets. This is the last Mets tickets of the year, folks. Today at eight thirty. Uh, a chance to win for tomorrow night's game, last home game of the year. Be caller number 14, 800 And to purchase tickets, if you want to go to the game, go to Mets.com slash tickets. All right. Sorry, Joe. Running a little late That's here, so but well worth it. Joe with headlines at 735. Just going to give you two stories here. Dallas Cowboys and Arizona Cardinals continuing the display of unity seen around the league on Sunday. Both teams locked arms during the national anthem before Monday night's game. Before a giant American flag was unfurled on the field, though, the Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones, joined coaches and players in briefly taking a knee. It was a coordinated effort. It was planned, uh, and it was executed at the same time that our team uh, was getting ready to play this Cardinal team. I'm very proud of it. And the president tweeted this morning in reaction saying, big progress being made. 
And finally here, Yankee third baseman Todd Frazier says that little girl hit by a foul ball is improving and could be released from the hospital today. He's kept in touch with the girl's father, has been praying for her recovery, says he's planning to meet with the entire family soon. Well, Frazier was clearly moved. The guy was in tears on the field. Well, and but it's still no comment. The Yankees refuse to comment about the screens. If Nets. They, if they're going to uh, put the netting out further, they, they just won't comment on it. And I think, you know, I think, I think they should, you know. Have the Nets actually commented on the Nets? The, uh, the Brooklyn Nets? Yes. Yeah. Well, they don't have uh, they don't have hundred mile hour fastballs <laughs> coming at you. Seven thirty seven. It's a Lennon Ton on seven ten W O R. Speaking of sports, we got him. We, we're going to have Brendan Finn. He's the guy who apparently has burned his Giants tickets on YouTube. Ray is saying that he's got a problem oh, with this be guy. A great debate. So we're we're going to have a debate next on seven ten. W-O-R, Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning. Don't miss this. Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning on 710 W-O-R. Running a little late here. 744, congratulations, first two. Steve Kane, Wanakew, New Jersey, won the Mets tickets. Your final chance, final pair of tickets for the 2017 season coming up at 830 with the Turning Point Contest. All right, Brendan Finn of Long Island joins us. Brendan is burning up social media. The story is out that he is so aggravated with the Giants and those taking a knee and what's going on with the NFL that Brendan, a lifelong Giants fan, has burned his tickets for an upcoming Giants game. And Brendan joins us also in the studio as Ray, our associate producer, and Ray's got some questions, and he's a little skeptical. First of all, Brendan, welcome to Len and Todd on 710-WOR. Good morning, guys. Brendan. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, great. Well, thank Thanks you. for listening. Thank you. Uh, hopefully you were listening earlier because, uh, well, first of all, you were a retired NYPD, uh, and I hope you were listening earlier because we talked about Now, the wire stories are saying you – you burned the tickets to the game on the 24th. That's not true because they were playing in Philadelphia on the 24th, correct? Yeah, I burned the tickets for this coming game, the right. coming home game. Yeah. Right. The, that's the October 8th game against the uh, Chargers. Right. Now, the okay. issue here is, now, Ray, who's a big sports fan, Ray's our associate producer, he has questions that you might have burned the tickets, but you could still reprint. Or, Ray, what, what is your question for, for Brendan here? What, what do you want to ask him? Yeah, my issue was you did this here at 11.34 a.m. on a Sunday. And, again, I, I respect your right to do this. I'm not, I'm not going against what you did there. That's your right to protest just like that. I, fine. I just kind of find it funny that you and a lot of people are posting all these pictures up of burning tickets when I, as an NFL season ticket holder myself, know you can reprint these, you can resell it. How do I know that you're not doing this like all the others and just taking a picture? And it just kind of seemed funny. It was at 11.34 a.m. on a Sunday before the games even were played that this whole thing goes down. Well, first of all, I was infuriated because I turned on the uh, London game at 9.30 or 10 o'clock or whatever time I was watching it, and I saw that they had taken a knee, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the the Baltimore Ravens, and they they knelt down for our national anthem and then they stood up for God Save the Queen. Yeah, on foreign, on foreign <laughs> soil, dissing the national anthem. Well, they said that, they stood up iron, for God Save iron, the Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that irony should not be lost on anyone, first of all, Agreed. historically. But secondly, uh, I'm not protesting the false narrative. Okay, there's a false narrative against law enforcement. Yes, there's brutality in law enforcement. There always will be. Hopefully, it's going to be kept to the negligible amount that it is right now. Okay, there will always be a little bit of corruption because it's a human condition. Well, there's corruption in every in anything. There's corruption. Second, 
by and large, well, it's, this is about brutality, right? Sure. The, the, the whole protest is about police brutality. Sure. And, and I have to say that the professionalism of policing today is unparalleled, okay? I think the police departments, especially the NYPD, are highly, highly professional people who, who by and large, 99.9% are going out to do the right thing. And this is a false narrative being pushed upon the American people, but more, more importantly, pushed upon people like me who paid money to go to a game, to get away from the reality, and to enjoy football. And who gets to protest at their place of work? I didn't. I'm sure you don't. Well, you guys do because you get to talk politics. But who else gets to protest? Hey, Brendan, are you just uh, – what I want to clarify, are you just burning the tickets for one game? Are you burning all your future tickets? Are you – what about your PSL, PSL the whole thing? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to sell uh, – hopefully I can sell the PSLs back. I want my seats to be empty. I want, I want many seats to be empty at the next NFL home game this, this coming Sunday because I want the NFL to understand there's a lot of people, and I hope I'm right, there's a lot of people out there who respect law enforcement, who respect the flag and respect the country, and that is not what you do. All right, so the tickets for this Sunday. Next Sunday, the, the 8th. The, the, the tickets that you burned for the next home game, you're not going to reprint those or resell those. Those seats are going to be gone. Is that correct? Absolutely right. I, I will not go to that game uh, unless, you know, and I, this, is a, this is a long shot. Someone says, hey, listen, we apologize. We were wrong. We shouldn't have done that. But, you know, that's not going to happen. Well, hold on, Brandon. So, Ray, do you feel bad now? This is a former NYPD, yeah. and you criticized and chastised the man. Uh, he sounds very believable. I, I believe him. I, I believe him. I apologize. I, I, I'm, 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 not, I'm not apologizing I'll, for that. Get on, a, get on a knee and apologize. And as I said before, I, I, said before I, I, I respect his right to do that. I've seen so many of these videos that have been popping up today about this, and I just, I just think mo- a lot of these people are grandstanding. From your point of view, I understand it. I don't think you are, but I think a lot of people still are on both sides grandstanding over this. Yeah, well, I, no, I didn't want you to apologize. I'm talking about the players who are disrespecting the flag. That's who should apologize, okay? You, you don't disrespect the flag no matter how angry you are because that flag represents all the people who have sacrificed their lives. I, isn't it the most heartbreaking and yet awe-inspiring moment when you see Villanueva standing there by himself? His team wouldn't join him for the anthem, but he stood up there. And- you know, that story last night, but uh, hang yeah, on a he's, second. He's backing off that. Yeah, Brandon, when we get back, and, and turn up your radio, we got to take a break here. But when we get back, we need to address the Villanueva story because yeah. the story's getting a little squirrely. It, it might not be originally what we thought, or maybe it was, and he's backtracking publicly. We'll discuss next. Hey, uh, hey Brandon, Brandon, thanks. Great. Really good, good call. Thanks, Brandon. Great on, buddy. Okay, thanks. And, and, yeah. done, right? thanks for, yep, thanks for listening it. to the program as well. Yeah, Appreciate that's it. great. Brendan Finn, good right. guy. 749, it's Len and Todd here on 710 WOR. The Villanueva story, this is the Pittsburgh Steeler that received a ton of accolades for standing by himself outside of the tunnel, hand over heart, national anthem, during the Steelers game. And he had served in Afghanistan. Yeah, three, Couple of tours. Three tours of no. duty, Army Ranger. I mean, really a fabulous story on this guy. But then the story sort of got backtracked last night. Well, where, he backed off. I think he said yeah. he felt bad that he was the only one out there. That he, I think his quote was he threw the team under the bus. Is that what he said? He said that he's embarrassed to see the picture of himself standing there by myself. I think it's just the opposite. I think it's fantastic what this guy did especially as an Army Ranger and probably knowing soldiers that died in Afghanistan as an Army Ranger. 
I'm just I'm weirded out by the story because I wonder if he felt pressure to sort of recant because he's claiming that there was a plan to stay in the locker room and there was confusion and he ended up outside. It, it doesn't all add up. I mean, that's a pretty conscious effort to walk out by yourself and stand there while the team is still in the locker well, room. Well, it turns out that the team, I think, was right back in the tunnel behind him. You couldn't see it from certain angles. And, and I think he's just a real team guy. I mean, if he served in the military and he's yeah. part of the Steelers, I think he felt like he was grandstanding. But then Roethlisberger has come out yeah. and Ben Ro- he, he, didn't he flip over the handlebars of his motorcycle and smash onto the hood and window of a car in, 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 in Pittsburgh? Dude, that goes back a while. Yeah, yeah it does. Uh, well, you, have a, you have a long memory. Roethlisberger, he now says he regrets boycotting the anthem. So the, the whole story, it's all So what did he want to do? Did I, he want to come out and take a I, knee, Roethlisberger, <laughs> or did he just want to come out and stand at attention, hand over his heart? What did, what did Roethlisberger want to do? Roethlisberger is now saying, I was unable to sleep last night, want to share my thoughts and feelings on our team's decision to remain in the tunnel for the national anthem. The idea was to be unified as a team when so much attention is paid to things dividing our country, but I wish we approached it differently. We did not want to appear divided on the sideline with some standing and some kneeling or sitting. He continued, as a team, it was not a protest of the flag or anthem. I personally don't believe the anthem is ever a time to make any type of a protest. So this was a story from The Hollywood Reporter. So now Roethlisberger's backing off. You know, the story came out yesterday that this this uh, Alejandro Villanueva, that his jersey had become the top-selling jersey of all NFL merchandise. Well, I heard it was sixth or something. Yeah, but he was selling a lot of jerseys, for sure. Uh, the, some of the story said it was the number I know. one jersey. I saw a little update. But now he's backing off this. Yeah. It's just it's sort of a, a strange... Well, it, it makes sense to me because I can see where a guy felt like... Because he's not the star of the team. I don't know how long he's been with the Steelers, but he probably felt that he was getting too much attention. He probably felt bad about it. This guy's a monster. Six nines, three twenty. I'm glad he was on our oh, side over in Afghanistan. Holy. You know that his father was a Spanish NATO officer. He was actually born in Mississippi, but his parents are both Spanish. Fascinating. And then he joins the military, played for Army, then is an Army Ranger, three wow. tours, and the guy's working on his business MBA right now while in the NFL. I think I, he's a walking TV movie, if you ask me. Pretty amazing guy, actually, but yeah. the story got a little convoluted yesterday. Uh, anybody see the tractor trailer on fire on the GW? Anyone actually witness or get stuck in this? We'd love to hear from you. 800-321-0710. Especially if you saw the tractor trailer on fire on the GWB. 800-321-0710. And when we get back... Well, the reviews for Megyn Kelly at her debut yesterday, not very kind there, Berman. They weren't. Hey, let's get Al Roker on. Can you get Al? Let's get a review uh, from Al. That's not going to happen. After Big the boy. news at 8 o'clock. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.